Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. And Daniel, we're still feeling good. Feeling has not left us. It really hasn't. I just, if you're confused, see some fans online, on social media, talking about got to get focused for the Missouri game. That's that's not accurate, I don't think, Clint. Do you need to get focused for the Missouri game, Clint? No, considering I've gone back and watched the the beat down of Florida again a third and a half time. So I'm now up to three and a half times I watched it. I'm going to finish the the fourth or the third time complete to make it four. Um, uh, this time after we get done with the podcast, Daniel. So I'm, no, I, I, I don't need to focus on Missouri right now. I'm, not, I'm enjoying myself. I'm not even sure what I would do to focus on them. How does a fan focus on the upcut? Like what, what, what should I go back and rewatch game f- tape for Missouri? Is that going to help me cheer better? On Saturday, like uh, you I know, what we should do, we should go back. Uh, locked on Bulldogs uh, Nation, uh, we should go back to last year and watch uh, Kelly Bryant maybe ride the pine. Yeah, the, oh and, no, that'd be good. Some technique that'd be on, great on how he rode the pine last year. Maybe that's what we should do, Daniel. Sweet. Okay. No. Uh, no uh, well, instead, if you're listening just, to us and you're a yeah, fan, let's just talk about. How about we just keep rolling? About, let's just talk about Georgia and how we beat Florida and how Florida sucks. How Florida sucks. Uh, welcome to Locked On Bulldogs. Uh, we're Clinton Daniel, and we're glad you're here. Uh, if you haven't noticed already, we're not too concerned with uh, high flutant. Uh, we're, we're not the brie cheese kind of people, although some of us may like brie cheese. Uh, we're your craft American s- singles type of podcast, aren't we, Daniel? We're not recruiting gurus nor insiders to the program at all. Uh, we're just fans. That's right. We're you meaning we're the Craft American Singles of podcast, meaning we're a superior product. That's what you're saying. Correct. Okay. Yes. Great. That's what I'm saying. Total agreement. Um, uh, yeah, we're here every day, Monday through Friday. Um, uh, we're gonna jump in, talk about all things University of Georgia. You can email us always. Reach out to us at uh, lockedonbulldogs at gmail dot com. You can hit us up on Twitter at dogs podcast. Uh, like the podcast subscribe to the podcast leave us a rating leave us a review please do uh tell a friend about the podcast all those things you can do all those things help us out um uh yeah we're podcast for fans by fans so if you're a georgia fan you're in the right place if you're new to the show you're here um this is it just two regular dudes talking about georgia football could not overemphasize the word regular more yeah regular um Nothing special going on here. Uh, that being said, it is Tuesday night at the time that we are recording uh-huh. this. It's a Wednesday show. Um, Georgia played a basketball game last night, Clint, um, uh, but we haven't watched it yet because of the magic of recording. It is it is before the time that they played that game. Correct. And yet when you're listening to it, it'll be after the time they play that game. So uh, just letting you know that we know they play that game uh, there's a reason we're not talking about it because we don't, we haven't seen it yet. Uh, we'll talk about it, but we will talk. We'll talk about, about it on Friday's episode, um, uh, so you can check back with us then. Uh, but what are we talking about today, Clint? Uh, it is our Wednesday episodes, uh, which means we do a little bit more media roundup. Uh, so uh, we get back to uh, Kirby's presser. We'll talk about a couple things, although this presser was. 
uh, not the most lively. So our first segment, we're going to talk about some things just to kind of round up uh, what we heard this week. Injury news, as well as some watch list. Uh, Second segment, we're going to get to dumb stuff we read on the internet, uh, Daniel. And uh, thank you. This episode sponsored by all of Florida. Florida has sponsored this episode. The state of Florida. This this episode is brought to you by the state of Florida. Like Florida tourism. We're going to pour one out for you. Florida tourism. If you're the Florida, the state of Florida Chamber of Commerce for like a, you know, like a Gainesville, Florida, you could reach out to us. Uh We'd love to have you as a sponsor of the show. Um, We'd love to give you some free publicity. We talk about your, your fine town often on here often Uh, on here Uh, and then our last segment we're going to hit a couple of mailbag questions up and try to answer them best we can so daniel let's jump into the first segment uh and let's start with some injury news tyson campbell it was said that he was able to play if needed and then kirby kind of added um he just wasn't needed which uh should tell you something about how the game went hmm what do you think about that? That that to me stuck out as that's a very odd thing for Kirby to say because yeah, that, Kirby does not strike me as the kind of guy that's like, well, I don't want to upset things, and so I'm not going to play a better player who's fully ready to play just because this guy is doing fine. That's not how Kirby typically operates. So. No. Something's going, something's happening there. I'm not trying to, again, I don't want to encroach are on you, your. Are you wearing the I'm foil I'm not trying hat? to encroach on your territory here. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, and develop. If that territory any sort of, is being correct. And develop then, any sort of conspiracy theory. But um, is something, It is it, should we be concerned about Tyson? If Tyson Campbell doesn't play this week, should we be we should be alarmed, right? No, no. Here's here's what I think. I, I honestly, turf toe is something that can, in a heartbeat, I mean, just walking in a shower can upset that thing, like if you tweak it the wrong way. So uh, I I don't know. this The turf toe, I wouldn't read too much into this specific injury. If he was ready to go and didn't play that, it's something's off there. But if he doesn't play this week... I'm not reading something into it. It truly is uh, his his injury could at a moment's notice just take a turn. Um, but it is curious. I, I will say this. You've piqued my interest, Kirby, by that statement. But I'm not reading too much into it. Let me go down this road. And I know this is going to be this is going to be incredibly uh, this is a reach, and I acknowledge this. But just humor me for a second. There's four, okay. there's four games left in the regular season. We hope after that there's an SEC championship game and then two playoff games. That's what we're hoping. That's seven games. That's a lot of games left in the regular That's season. That's a lot. Which is glorious. Well, Just take that games. in. That's a lot of games. That's, that'd be beautiful. Tyson Campbell's played in three games this year, which means okay. he can play in one more game and still redshirt. Oh, my. Oh, Daniel. Is there... Even a 1% chance that Kirby is hoping to redshirt Tyson Campbell this year. Kirby doesn't play that game. No. No. There's not a chance. He doesn't play that game. He doesn't redshirt people like that. It's very odd to me that he did not take a snap in this game. It's very. Although I I can't refute that. It's curious. Again. 
17 weeks in a row, Kirby's been asked in a press conference, is Tyson Campbell, and, and 17 weeks in a row, he has said, he's good to go, he's cleared to play, he's practicing, he's practicing, he's practicing. And then all of a sudden, mysteriously, after Tuesday, when Kirby's media availability ends, around about Thursday, something happens, and all of a sudden, he's not practicing anymore. And then Saturday, he's not playing anymore. I don't know. Something something smells funny. I'm not saying it's redshirting for sure because I I'm not even saying I would agree with that if that were happening, but it's just an interesting it's an interesting thing that's going on because it it just seems like there's got to be something going on more than meets the eye. I don't know. I could be that you might just be rubbing off on me. I don't know. <laughs> Which I, I hope so. I hope that I'm rubbing. I'm hope I, my my critical eye is rubbing off on you, Daniel. That'd be glorious. Um, hey, got a couple other notes. Uh, the, this was the most shocking thing I read all week. We're gonna get to other shocking things of Florida, but the semifinalist award for the for the Butkus Award came out, mm-hmm. Daniel, and lo and behold, not 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 Monty Rice was on it. Nay, he's. He's not good enough to make the list. But your boy, Tay Crowder, cracks the semifinalist list for the best linebacker in the nation award. Daniel, were you as shocked to this as I was? Uh, I was very shocked about this. Um, how many people... Not taking anything away from Tay. How many people were were on this? Because when I think semifinals, I think, I think four. But that's yeah. that could just be... That could just be me. No, I think there was a healthy 12. Uh, I'm, and I'm not, I don't think, I'm not trying to be funny with that. I think 12 people made the watch list for the semifinalist. I think out of those, and Tay was one of them. Which, again, Tay, good good on you, brother, yeah, for the, the showing out. 12 is an insanely low number for Tay Crowder to be on this list. And I'm not trying yes. to, Trevor, if you're listening... <laughs> Um, Which we know you are. We know you. We know that you are, Trevor. If you're listening, I want you to. I want you to take two deep breaths into a bag, Trevor. Don't go to a dark place. You don't let the feels overtake your you. Your boys are not saying that we don't like Tay Crowder. We love Tay. We love him. He's fantastic. We are not saying that mm-hmm. he doesn't deserve to start. He does deserve. It. He mm-hmm. is. He's a vital piece of this team. He might be the best inside linebacker on this team. Sure, I mean, I would even agree with I that. I don't yeah. think, I don't think you would say that it is universally known, though. Even amongst Georgia fans, that Tay Crowder is the best inside linebacker on this team. I, I think at best, you might run into sixty percent of Georgia fans who would tell you that Tay Crowder is the best inside linebacker on this team. Sure, and he's one of twelve players in the country who's a finalist for the best linebacker in all of college football. It's it's weird, Daniel. How awards are given out is weird. Good on uh, hey, good these two. Good awards, on you, Tay Crowder. Go get you good some. On you, Tay. I mean, you're, these two awards were you're not going to win that award. You're not going but to go get you. No, some. yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, these two next awards, uh, the weekly SEC honors, go out to Andrew Thomas and Rodrigo, which we both shout with all the chorus of angels, amen. Do we not, Daniel, for these two getting SEC honors of Players of the Week? 100% we do. Um, 
Did you see Andrew that? Thomas is the best tackle in football? Did you see that video in the uh, the video of Kirby in the locker room? I know you did because Tiffany went oh, yeah. to all that trouble to make it. Um, Tiffany, the the genius videographer, mm-hmm. cinematographer of all things Georgia Bulldog hype. That thing panned out to Solomon Kinley and Andrew Thomas at the end, and I lost. I just just I, I did a spit, full spit take of my coffee as I was watching that. Um, Fantastic. Andrew Thomas, the most understated dominant player in all of college football, uh, mm-hmm. truly handles his business uh, like none other. And then you got old robo like McGee over there who just, what I mean, program him up and he just goes out there and kicks three more field goals. And It's, what, it's like Teddy Ruxpin. You just... You push the buttons, he just does his same thing over and over and over. All I just heard you say was Rodrigo Blankenship is the single creepiest thing that's ever existed. <laughs> that's what all, That's what I heard you say. One of those kicks Rodrigo hit, don't act like it didn't make you a little nervous, though, on Saturday. Ooh. It was it was, it was was tight to the left upright. Just Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Real snug. Uh, all right. Let's get into – that was some shocking stuff we read on the internet. But let's let's after this, let's get into some dumb stuff we read on the internet. All right, Daniel. Dumb stuff. And there was plenty of it just all around because Florida it's funny. They'll give you a license to drive a car. Um, they will once you take a test. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to also pass a test to like sell homes like real estate. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. but to they, be an H- give out to, be, to be an HVAC repairman. Got yeah. Also that got to get certified. Yes. Got to get licensed. You uh, can't can't just be crawling around in air ducts without no without that. I ain't, I ain't letting you crawl underneath my house without giving me some sort of credentials. But they don't they don't require anything except for the ability to pay for a prepaid Seven Eleven phone <laughs> and card to get on Twitter. And let your thumbs do the talking, Daniel. And Florida has a lot of 7-Elevens. <laughs> this, this is accurate. Um, it's almost as if, and hear me out on this, it's almost as if okay. Twitter is a platform that specifically is designed to allow you to say whatever you want uh-huh. with absolutely no real-life repercussions whatsoever. Ramifications be damned, Daniel. That doesn't happen. The fr- that's the that's the hardest part about Twitter is that when people are wrong, they don't have to even say that they're wrong. They can just Mm-mm. keep going because there's nothing really that stops them. There's just nope. just more things to say. Uh, Florida fans have been running their mouth quite a bit leading up to this game, have they not, Clint? I mean, Florida was. Oh extremely My. excited did you see all those things about how this was salty this was like the highest rated sec game in however many years biggest georgia florida yep. rating and 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 i like i'm sure you thought the same thing that i did yeah that's that's because the florida fans actually watched this one because like they cause <laughs> yes. in years past yes. they like tuned in to the first quarter and then they're like nah i'm out like get me out of here this felipe frank's still there yeah i'm not i'm not trying yep. to do that <laughs> i'm not interested uh, so they only this had, year they were salty and they were there and they were loud. They for were a long confident, time, Clint. Oh, Clint! Oh, oh they gosh. were ready. We don't have any wide receivers, Clint. The blitzes Todd Grantham is going to bring, Clint. Uh, Zuniga. Gosh, it's just 
Uh, but now, now it's a different tune that we're hearing from Florida fans on Twitter. Oh, it is. Um, uh, we're gonna um, we're gonna read off a few different uh, a few different excuses. These are real these are real things Florida fans have said. Um, Put their name on it for the love of Pete. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's the other beauty of Twitter is your name just doesn't get attached to anything. You just put some dumb like like emoji in your name description. <laughs> you don't even have to be a person on Twitter. Whatever. I'm, I'm an old man. Uh, how about this, Clint? Um, George's got George's got a roster full of five stars, and mm-hmm. um, Florida's playing with their backup quarterback, and still, oh yeah, we only lost by seven points. Clint, that's yeah, yeah. So so this can't um, this can't happen. Like this just this just can't happen because one week Trask can't be better than Jake Fromm, which last week, by the way, I saw all of your statistics likening Jake Fromm. Oh, oh, wait for it. The long-haired blondie himself, Trevor Lawrence, mm. statistically and comparing Trask to these two and saying our boy is going to stop you. And then the next week... He's the backup quarterback. Cite, cite that he's backup and Felipe beat him and he had, hasn't started a high school... He didn't start a single game until this season because he was behind another five-star recruit four-star recruit uh Derike king or, or uh, how many stars he had it's you can't say that in the same breath that's not a thing do you know why he didn't start any of those games why because he wasn't good enough okay that's he's true still yes. not good enough nope do you know who beat him out though at florida felipe, felipe. franks who got the mm crap kicked out of him i think felipe was more responsible for more touchdowns for georgia last year than he was for florida <laughs> what um, that's factually correct no you can't you can't say this also because the score if you read anybody that watched this game anybody that has a brain uh they say stomping absolute handling the beatdown was given to florida you can say we won by seven but if you watch this game if you look at the stats uh, it wasn't close. You had three points during the fourth quarter. We should have won by 21 if one alligator arms hmm. extends and two, he then doesn't hold a fool on a touchdown run. We're up by 21 in this game. So don't don't even come at me with well, that. Let me stop you right there, Clint, because not everyone that you read on the internet says that Georgia stomped Florida or demolished them. That's true. Um, this is not even Florida fans we're talking about here. This is on Bleacher Report. This is an article, a game description article, and this is the title of the article. Really caught my attention. I'm wondering what you have to say about it. Uh, title of the article is Number 8 Georgia Upsets Number 6 Florida. Up. Clint, is that what happened? I'm sorry, what? Is that what happened on Saturday? Yeah. No. See what what happens with an upset, Daniel. Let me try to let me try to explain this to you. Tell okay? us because I'm feeling upset just thinking about it. <laughs> when a team is projected to lose, okay. Say I don't know by a measurable amount, a metric. I don't know. Let's let's go to a city like Vegas, <sighs> maybe. Uh huh. Do they do that there? Know. Do they? They do that. They they do this thing called handicapping games, and they handicapped this game to favor. Georgia by six and a half, if you recall, okay. which I know you do because you double bet that six and a half and, and got people money. Went to the window. Yeah. Went to the window. Um, so 
So if you win as somebody who's supposed to win by Vegas, it's not an upset. And also, just because number six is in front of a team and number eight is in front of another team doesn't mean that that's the upset. That just happens to be – we've said for days, don't look at the rankings, folks. Don't look at the rankings. Don't look at the rankings. This was not an upset by any stretch of the imagination. This is exactly what was supposed to happen. That's correct. Georgia doesn't ever upset Florida because mm-hmm. because we're Georgia and they're Florida. Mm-hmm. I'm, that, that was the more succinct mm-hmm. version. That that uh, was better. I'll go. Yes. I'll go one better. Kirby Smart does not ever oh. upset Dan Mullen. <laughs> okay, do you understand the handicapping system here? Is Dan Mullen is a toddler, and Kirby Smart is the father. Correct. And and when the father beats his son in basketball in the driveway. That's not an upset. No. No. Correct. No, not at all. Um, The other things that we read coming out uh, off of Twitter, uh, how many of the – this is a coupling of Dan and Florida fans saying we paid off the refs, Mm. so we paid them off, which is just the classic classic go-to. Love it. Uh, And Dan is still asking SEC. He's on the horn still to this day. This is a small child. Clint, this is a this is a very this is such a small man. This is the man who at, at the restaurant his meal is thirty minutes late. It's cold, and uh, who got it wrong? And the manager comes over and says, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to comp everything. You're right. We're going to give you a free dinner. We're going to make this right. I'm so sorry." And then he comes back and says, "Okay, not only do I want this comped, I want I want gift certificates for ten other visits for what I had to go through." That's kind of what Dan is. Um, Dan says that he that the refs were paid off. He doesn't say it like that, but he says, I'm calling the SEC uh, offices and getting clarity on, wait for it, the motive, quote unquote, as to why Lawrence Cager's catch was ruled a catch. Wants to know the motive. The, the motive. This man's going CSI now on us. Like he is trying to get into the mind of the criminal. He has hired a psychiatric evaluator. Yes. To try to allow him to understand the thought process of the referee. Clint, I don't have, I'm not a smart guy, but okay. I have a suspicion as to what the motive of the referee was on Saturday. Would you oh, like to hear it? Oh, oh, I would love to hear it. Maybe if Dan, if you're listening to the podcast, or sorry, um, Mrs. Mullen, if you're listening to the podcast, um, number one, ew. First of all, stop Ew. listening to our podcast. Ew. Okay, I can I can feel your lips trying to come through the microphone right now, <laughs> and I don't want any of that. Oh, that's between that and Teddy Ruxpin. That's this is going to be the creepiest episode of Locked On really Bulldogs is. podcast we've ever had. I feel like if I were to if I were just to summarize, quick summary of the referee's motivation for why they made the call that they did, it was probably um, to do their job. Would that be fair oh. to say? Like that's it's that's, their job to make a ruling about what happened. Uh-huh. And then if right. they're not sure, they go to replay. And then it's the replay Correct. official's job to make a ruling of what happened based on everything he can see in the replay based on the actual rules of football. Again, I draw your attention to Rule Article 3, Subpoint 3D of the NCAA Handbook. We are bringing find, find you the articles motivation. and the subpoints here, people. Somebody 
Somebody please contact Dan Mullen and let him let know, him know. That that's the motivation of the of the referee. That's the motivation. Uh, Daniel, there were countless other stupid things that we heard and saw. Many of you have seen it as well. Uh, let let us know what they are. Maybe we'll talk about it again uh, in another episode. Um, but we're heading out of segment two, and we're heading into segment three, where we've got a couple of mailbag questions. But first, with Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Just go to roman.com slash locked and get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. All right, Daniel, here we go. Wrapping it up with our last segment. Mailbag time. Mailbag. Mailbag. Uh, this one comes from Jeff. Uh, Jeff what asks up, Jeff? us. Hey, how you doing, Jeff? Welcome welcome to Locked On Bulldogs. Glad you're here with us. Uh, go dogs. Um, what's it going to take for this Georgia defense to get the national acclaim it deserves as a top three defense in the country. Daniel, what's that going to take? Um, well, I started to do the research on this, and um, it ended up being a very long and complicated legal matter that I just <laughs> okay. didn't have time to really fully, like, fully vest myself in. So I apologize to Jeff. And to all the listeners, but I'm unable to fully answer this question. But let me give you uh, the the summary, and I will have to get okay. into the nitty gritty of the logistics of how this will happen later. But what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to invent a time machine, okay? Okay. And then we're going to have to go back in time, and um, we're going to have to sabotage uh, the person who starts. The University of Alabama Institution of Higher Learning. We're going to have to prevent that from ever happening. And then we're going to have to change the name of the University of Georgia to the University of Alabama at Georgia. I see. I see. And at that point, the national media will give us all the respect and acclaim that we deserve. But until that... Ah. Until that's accomplished, Jeff, unfortunately for you and for me, um, the answer to your question is never. Correct. It is a hard never. Never going to get the respect that is due this defense. No, we're not. And Jeff, this is this is not uh, directed at you. This is just how I've taken uh, kind of my licks when it comes to this. Um, I, I don't really care. If the national media gives us a claim or not for the top three defense, and again, I'm not, I'm not saying they don't want it because they deserve it, and I'm sure the guys on the D would love to be known. Um, but, but there's a reason we're called junkyard dogs on that side of the D. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, we just go about our business. Mm-hmm. We, we do the dirty work that nobody else wants to do, and so I've kind of, I've kind of embraced the identity. Mm-hmm. Of the no one cares about you junkyard dog, but I'm going to tear you to pieces if you come into my zone of terror. Mm-hmm. You know uh, that that our defense has. So, uh, so Jeff, I, I I think never, and I'm fine with that because it's who we are, and I'm just going to embrace it. Kind of a side caveat to that same conversation. Heard some national college football uh, peoples talking about the University of Georgia this week and saying Georgia's a good team. George is a very uh, capable team. 
wins a lot of games, but both of them agreeing and and heartily agreeing that Georgia is a boring team to watch. Not sure. Not any fun to watch the University of Georgia. They're not almost can't hold can't even hold our attention. The University of Georgia is what these people were saying. Um, and I could have been offended by that, but I actually found myself saying, yeah, that's exactly, you're, you're exactly right. Sure. You're exactly right. right. I, that's a, you know, it's, that's you precisely know really who I'd like to be. Uh, a five and a half percent on return forever is, is really boring. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ask anybody in economics, if I can guarantee you five and a half percent return on something just forever you take that every time. So call us boring. I, I, whatever. That's fantastic. I That's fantastic. All um, right. Next question. Daniel, this Clint comes to us from uh, our buddy Ryan. And mm-hmm. this question is not about the defensive side of the ball. It's about the offensive side of the ball. So I pose it to you. Um, are we going to see, you alluded to this in what you were nervous about yesterday. Yesterday, you said that you were nervous that, um, uh, that we were going to be booing James Coley again before too long. Um, yeah, this question says: Are are we going to continue to see an evolving offense in the coming weeks? And if so, how much of it will be new? What say Daniel? You? We're going to see it. We're going to say I'm going to say we're going to see a continually to evolve offense. And here's why. And and I need to go back. I need to bring in some boxing analogy. Maybe maybe Mister Swift can get me in the gym and and mm. get me. Mm-hmm. geared up to is this, take on Rocky. Is this episode brought to you by DAZN? The, <laughs> DAZN, the, on DAZN, the, the, the internet boxing. The internet boxing network? Yeah. Executives at DAZN, uh, if you're listening, reach out. We'd love to have you sponsor the podcast. On, we, hey, I, I like me some Canelo. He can, I can watch him anytime. Sure. Um, I assume no, that's a person who's... That's a person. I assume that's a person it, it who's is. boxing. <laughs> it's... Stop. I like cannolis. Um, is that I like? Is that the same? No, thing? no, different thing. Different, thing. totally different thing. Cool. Daniel. Um, no, we're going to see a continuing, uh, evolving offense, and we are also going to see the runs that infuriate you because Kirby has said, "I don't care what you think. I'm going to body blow people as much as I can and keep chopping wood." But we're going to see a, a, a more sprinkling, a more. Uh, heavy regular leaning on the plays that we saw this last week of course is going to be there because it worked if it works Kirby's going to do it he's not a dumb person uh, he's, if it if it works he's going to use it and what has worked and again I've, I've, I've fought on Kirby's side of this before um, we do need the inside run don't abandon it if we ran outside all the time people I, I don't know how to say this again go watch Ohio State when they can't run power outside right or when they can't do it their offense is dead everything is based off of that or their their fly sweep outside run not only that uh, Kirby doesn't in the first half of the florida game by the way just not to interrupt we did run outside and it got stuffed correct deandre swift's biggest run of the game it, right before the half was an inside run correct inside the tackle it was actually inside the guard because uh, Aubrey Solomon kicked out, and he ran through the A-gap. So, yes, you want to abandon the inside run. DeAndre Swift hit the 50-yarder. He had the only big run of the game. I understand the run that was called back that was a touchdown wasn't an outside run, but it was called back. 
the only big run of the game was an inside run. You can't abandon the inside run. You can't abandon it, but we will see this offense uh, sprinkle in new things 100%. Uh, how much will be new? I, I don't know that exact exactly, but James Coley has found his rhythm, found his recipe. Rinse and repeat this ongoing, Daniel. I hope the receiver rotation will be new. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, I really hope uh, no, that. No, no. We are on record as saying we need it to be a, a three, four-man rotation at maximum. We're going to talk about... Um, uh, we're going to talk about Missouri tomorrow. I know uh, at this point in the week, you should be saying to yourself, we do have a game coming up on Saturday. Sure. Are we going to talk about that game at all? And the answer is yes. Tomorrow, uh, we will we will dive deep into the Missouri game. We will break down our thoughts and opinions. We will give predictions about the score and how we feel like the game is going to go both on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. Uh, so get back with us tomorrow. That's also Thursday is Locks Day. You know that. I know that. It's Money Day. Uh-huh. It's the day that the money, money comes in. Uh, so come for the Georgia-Missouri preview and stay for the yes. free money raining down on you, uh, which happens every Thursday here at the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. Uh, we will be back then. You can leave us a rating again, leave us a review, subscribe to the podcast, tell a friend, uh, tell your dog, uh, get your dog a phone, put the podcast app on it, subscribe to the podcast for your dog. It's fine. Just whatever, whatever it is you can do to help out the pod. We would appreciate it. Um, uh, reach out to us, send us an email, lockdownbulldogs at gmail.com. Reach out on Twitter at dogs podcast, and we will be back tomorrow. To continue to talk about all things Georgia Bulldogs uh, and give out some free money. So come back and talk to us then. See ya.